Brian Cody, uh, farted since the last match. How have uh, knocks and injuries uh, behaved since? Uh, yeah, look, I mean, um, things have... Not to, we're not too bad on the injury front. We've had niggles and, and things like that, but I think, generally speaking, most of us are pretty much OK. So we're not too bad on the injury front. Uh, Hugh Lawler, of course, was the big in, uh, worry, and uh, he's named in the team. So uh, he had that hand injury which he received in Salt Hill. Yeah, I know for sure. Like he picked up, you know, a serious injury, hand injury. But I mean, he's had a few weeks now, and he was back. He's fine. He's he's starting today. Right. And uh, what about the? We say, you know, just getting the bit of hurling into him and that kind of thing, because uh, I suppose that's the one thing when an injury we all kind of forget about. Yeah, I know that's for sure. Um, but that's that's always, um, especially with the hand injury. That'll be the last bit of um, action he'll be able to get. But look, we knew he was obviously he's, he's in great shape altogether and was flying before the injury. So we have no big concerns at all about Huey. Huey will just go out and play as he can play. Uh, Brian, losing to Wexford, uh, did that have a, I suppose, set in motion a whole rethink? Uh, not particularly, no. I mean, losing to Wexford, losing to whoever, or beating Wexford or beating whoever by small margins, you know, that's, that's all there are in, in the games, you know, and the object of the exercise we were in, we were in um, a round robin and the challenge was to get out of the round robin as one of the top three teams. We've succeeded in getting to the Leinster final, which obviously was our, our first choice. So we're there now and everything now goes ahead. It's Leinster final this evening and, um, so it's 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 get on with it. And as regards rethinking, like I mean, the panel always gives us um, gives us a reason for thinking the whole time because you know the panel is strong. There's a lot of players there, pretty much um, you know even standard, very very good standard, but even standard. And from match to match, then there's always potential to kind of make a few changes. And is uh, you know I suppose from a, a, the 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 supporters' point of view, they'll be kind of saying, "Well, we haven't got a settled team." Yeah, then that's fine. I can understand that. But I mean, I've always said, and I've said it many many times, not just this year or several years, that I'm not concerned about a settled team. We have a settled panel. We have a settled once we have a settled spirit and a settled attitude, and everyone. I mean, at, at any time, any of the players. All the players know that if they're not on top of their game, there's somebody on the sideline on the 26, even outside the 26, who are capable of coming in like and, and putting a serious challenge into him to get for his place. And, and that's the way it is, and that hasn't changed. Is it a, a little bit of a worry in the fact that, you know, we say against Galway, we drew level around the 60th minute, the same with Wexford, and we didn't kick on and win the games? Yeah, no, look, obviously you'd have to, you'd, you'd be hoping that we would be doing those things. We haven't done it. Um, like the year is essentially, if you like, beginning now from the whole point of view of um, it's it's round robin is over now. It's time to push on, and certainly we'll be looking. We will be looking for as the players or themselves will be looking for um, a, a lift in that kind of a whole sense of finishing off games very very strongly. And when you're going to play in Croke Park, does that alter the thinking a bit? You know, because everyone talk about the wide open spaces of Croke Park, big pitch and all the rest. Yeah, it is, but some of the pitches around the, around the country are, are pretty much almost similar size to it in reality, except they don't look it because of the big wide expanse of, of, of Crow Park. Look, I mean, our players are used to Crow Park. It's not as if it's a disadvantage. It, should, it can't be a disadvantage to our players. Um, they've, they've played there several times before. 
I suppose the, the after looking at the round robin series in Leinster and uh, you said I think you said it yourself it was going to be a dog fight right to the finish there's nothing between Galway Kilkenny uh, Wexford Dublin that's for sure absolutely you know for certain that is and I mean like you said we said at the start of the, of the campaign we said at the start of last year or the year before and the other year that, that round robin exists Leinster is a, is a very very competitive um like in province and and obviously Munster is the very very same thing, and it's a question of you you you, you can talk about who should win or who might win and everything else beforehand, and you can speculate afterwards about it, but it's whatever happens for that seventy three for three four five minutes on the pitch, we'll always decide what happens. You're going in now as defending champions, you were going for three in a row in Leinster. Yeah, no, and that's tribute to the players for the last couple of years. So, I mean, the, what what they have done. And obviously, whether it's going in for three in a row or for the first one in a number of years, you go in with the same attitude. Obviously, the intention is to win the game. But to do that, we obviously have to perform to a very, very high level and to have a top-class attitude. But I think that I mean, the attitude is, is without question. So obviously, the question is to make sure we try and get that performance. And I suppose, you know, the Bob O'Keefe Cup is up for grabs, but also in the overall scheme of things in the All-Ireland Series, you're into an All-Ireland semi-final if you can win. It's a massive place to be, you know, there's no doubt about that. The winners the winners this evening have four weeks to prepare for an Ireland semi-final. The team that doesn't win this evening will play an Ireland quarter-final in two weeks' time. So look, I mean, both teams playing this evening will want to get to the Ireland semi-final, the directors. How big an advantage is that two-week break now, we'll say, since the last game? Uh, look, I mean, it, it, it's always good to have um, a two-week break. It, uh, it's, it gives a chance, obviously, like I said, for injuries and that. Um, so that's 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 always a help. But um, you, you you play whatever is put in front of you, and that's the way, that's the way it has to be. Right, and uh, I suppose you have to shut out all the noise about the timing of the match and the, the 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 day of the match and all that kind of thing. It's seven o'clock this evening. You have to be ready to go in Croke Park. No doubt about that. You know there can be no distractions for the players and for everybody involved in the team. Um, you just have to get on with it, and, and the challenge is massive. There's no doubt about that. Um, any time you're playing Galway, any any year, any time, any day you're playing Galway, they're a top hurling county, so the challenge is there in front of us, and we've got to face up to it. Are Galway better this year than last year, do you think? It's hard to say. I mean, I don't know, to be honest, whether they're better this year or last year. It's, it's not so much, are they better this year or last year? It's a question of uh, each day, you know, each day you go and you play, and whether you're good enough on the day or not, or I'm going to fluctuate from day to day. So I just can't, I don't have the answer to that question, but I know that they're very, very good. And they're always, potentially they're always really, really good. So everything up for grabs this evening, a win, I suppose, in a way, a win is a must. Look, it's Leinster final. I mean, it's, it's one team is going to be the crowned Leinster champions tonight. It's all your other and both teams want it. I am completely and it's a question of whichever team goes out to, to make it happen there is a bit of concern here locally about the timing of it lads in terms of 7 o'clock a lot of people have indicated here that they may not travel which is an awful pity particularly for kids who you know a lot of them secondary schools are off say this week and you know it'll be an ideal opportunity I think it's a bit of an OG and I know this week on Galway BFM we were getting a bit of stuff that you know they were watching last Saturday that the Munster football final was at three o'clock and the Leinster football final was at five o'clock, which were kind of doable times. But anyway, look at there's always something around that. I think it's look at it's a big game for both teams, isn't it? Um, it's a big game in the sense that the prize is a big one. You win the Leinster title and you end up in an All Ireland semi final. 
you get a month's kind of break, you let other teams play off, and then you hope that when you're standing and when you're ready to go again, that you're seriously in the mix. So I think that's the prize, that's the big one. Um, there is a lot of talk um, about the infamous now handshake. I even seen Nicky yesterday knocked to now back page and the Irish Independent out of it there or whatever. But what I'm finding funny enough about the handshake is that a lot of what I'd call the real hurling people kind of aren't focusing on it. It's kind of been focused on other issues. But I think there is, look, there is that backdrop, isn't there, Shefflin and Cody meeting again. Um, I suppose if you look at the, the last game, uh, Galway got through Dublin. You know, they were, I thought they were never in danger, but it wasn't as convincing as Kilkenny beat them in Parnell Park, which, you know, is a fair statement to win, in, no matter how you dress it up to go to Parnell Park. But I think what Galway are waiting for now is just to see uh, what they can add to it. I mean, in 220 you know, we would have felt that we could have won that Leinster final. We were in control for long stages until the two goals came under Shane O'Neill. And I think there's a bit of unfinished business there. But it's going to be a real test of Galway. The one thing that is very, very evident here is that despite the fact that Kilkenny have lost twice, I think there is no one here blinker. They know what Cody is going to come with. They know what Kilkenny are going to come with. And that they, they know that Kilkenny do not want to see Galway win this Leinster title. So it's going to be a ferocious battle. Mm. How are you fixed injury-wise over there? Yeah, sure. Look at the, th- the three lads that came off against Dublin. Um, David Burke had been in a boot for the first few days after the game. Um, he has done a bit, but I don't know how fit he will be. The team has been named tonight. Um, Park Mannion, by all accounts, is OK. It was more precautionary on an ankle, so he, he, he did the training in the meantime. Brian Kincan is another one. He came off with a slight hamstring strain, and as you know, that's not something that you can uh, easily start. But he should be okay. Um, there's a kind of a the one thing we're seeing here, Pat, is that there's a kind of a settled nature to the Galway team. Um, I think the last two games, it's the same 15 that has started, and from way out from from talking to a few of the lads who are actually uh, in and around the panel. There was actually a game in between one of the Fitzgibbon rounds back and going back to prior to the start of the league where there was a 15 aside and a lot of the team that you actually see tomorrow were on the A team that day. So it seems as if Henry and his management team had made decisions on um, a number of the newer players certainly since that. So look at injuries aside, to be honest, there is a doubt over the work. Um, Parik Mannion should be okay. Uh, Concanon wants the hamstring holds up he should be okay but look at the I think it will be seen uh, uh, the bench being used by both teams tomorrow because there's no doubt that the amount of games in the short period is going to test panels you know after the under 20 game and that kind of a thing I suppose yeah. uh, that brought the uh, I suppose the rivalry into in, in into focus as well and how close it is I think it's been building anyway, Pat, hasn't it? Like, um, there's a little bit of history tomorrow because it's Galway's 45th game in the Leinster Championship. Um, the record over the 14 years um, in that period, Galway have won 28. They've lost 10. 10 of them are out of the 10 losses. Six of them have been to Kilkenny. And out of their 10 losses, five of them have been in Leinster Finals. It's their ninth Leinster Final. So, um I suppose there's no doubt that it's beginning to come to a situation where Galway are beginning, as I've often said to you before, kind of get used to playing in a, in a, in a, in the championship. But I think the, the one thing that we're going to see tomorrow is this is 
the real championship knockouts, so even though technically you're not out of the championship. But, you know, the the, the problem with losing tomorrow, you'll end up in an All-Ireland quarterfinal in two weeks, probably against Cork, is it fair to say? Perhaps against Cork, uh, probably in Thurlis. So, you know, what you want to do here is 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 get, out, get over the line for either team and see. The rivalry is undoubtedly... Has been building it not alone. Probably, probably has been more underage, even as I suppose between minor and under twenty one, and now under twenty for quite some time. Um, I think in Cody's what is it, twenty three years, he's uh, lost seven times to Galway, which is the most that he, you know he's lost in that period. So there is a rivalry development. There's no doubt whatsoever about it. I think that. 17 and 18, uh, we saw that rivalry really begin to manifest itself, 19 uh, as well, and then it was unfortunate that we had the two COVID years, but there's no doubt that the the round robin is, is really a difference, isn't it, in the sense that, and we all don't know who the Golden manager who famously in 19 got caught, he, every one of the games he's been with us, he keeps talking about the vagaries of this round robin series, like... Kilkenny have lost twice or still in the final. Galway have dropped one point in the draw or still there. But it, it's so difficult to navigate your way through that championship. And like Dublin, even the scenes in Salt Hill two weeks ago, Dublin still thought, I think, that they were, you know, nearly there until Wexford did come and, and beat Kilkenny there. So look at, there's a rivalry, there's no doubt about it. And uh, I think it's only going to develop. And I think, look, at there's no, there's no doubt that Henry Sheffern arriving in Galway has probably added to that. Like. The reincarnation of uh, is it Tom Monaghan and uh, and that he has yeah. given a whole a whole new dimension to the team and of course uh, you know that midfield yeah. area is producing a lot of scores. Well, Tom Monaghan and we've said it lads a few times in the commentary and you know we all we all get caught up don't we in development and you know academy teams and all that and this the famous development path but I think Tom Monaghan is is a shining example for an awful lot of young lads and girls in Camogie as well to stay going. Like, it's hard to believe, Pat, that Tom Monaghan actually made his debut back in 2017, right? At a time when Galway were going well, and he actually made two sub-appearances during the championship in 17. Then picked up a bad injury, uh, will admit himself last form, got himself back from injury by 19 and actually came on against Dublin in 19 and Paradon Park and that's famous games we just talked about, right? So between 17, 18 and 19, he made three championship appearances all off the bench, right? And then went off the boil again in 20, 21 didn't appear, but here in 21, he had a fantastic club championship uh, with Crawford and led his club to the county semi-final here. He's a quality hurler because he's won, uh, he was in UL, he's won for Skipman Cup medals. And if anything, he's got a little bit stronger. But, you know, it's hard to believe that tomorrow he'll, he'll make his sixth championship start. His first championship start came this year in 22. So if you go back to 17, he made his debut as a sub on a team that won in All-Ireland, right? And didn't appear again until, what's that, five years later to get his first start. So, you know, I think he said something like 14 points in the championship. He is a, he is a, a, a lovely lad. He's a great club man in his own club as well. Uh, his father passed involved at, at county board level, and he's a, he's a shining example of of to many young lads who are you know go into that pressure environment of a county scene and maybe don't make it initially that you don't give up and you keep at it. But as you say, look at um, there's a mix in the Galway setup this year. Like there's so young Keenan Fahey was making his debut, Jack Grealish, 
appeared back in 19, but has now established himself in the cornerback position. Darren Morrissey is beginning to hurl the, the kind of form that we expected from him after a minor. Yeah, he was a great underage player, wasn't he? Wasn't he? Yeah, mm. yeah, had great battles actually with Adrian Mullen in that in that championship. If my memory serves me correct, mm. um, I think what you're also getting though, Pat, is that, and you've you've touched on it there, a lot of the more experienced lads, and you know. <laughs> I don't know this particular club level like lads get this uh, idea that because a guy is old or a lot is experienced that he gets worse like or whatever but it's actually better you know a lot of these guys get on that a lot of these lads aren't that old anyway but definitely Henry is getting a tune out of the likes of say Parik Mannion out of Cahill Mannion um, the Hyperch is beginning to come back into form um, the two Coonies you were talking about there are probably Connor Cooney at 11 and Joseph Cooney um usually playing now wing forward. Joseph Coney, it, this is his best scoring season to date in his career. Like, he made his debut back in 12. Um, he's hit 2.15 in this year's championship. Uh, but he's in great physical shape, but he's also, you know, he has a fantastic hurling brain. He was huge in 17 and 18 for Galway. And Conor Coney, probably stepping out, maybe out of the shadow a bit of Joe Canning, where, you know, Canning, obviously, for obvious reasons, was always the free-taker. And even at the start of this year, you know, Evan Nyland, who would be on the bench tomorrow, has made his name here locally, got slow to the county final last year, was with NUIG this year in the Fitzgerald Cup. He's a fantastic free checker. And, you know, there probably would have been a feeling that um, he could have, you know, he could have been on the team for the free-taking duties alone. But I think Shefflin decided early on that Conor Cooney would be his free-taking man. And I think that has helped him develop um, more so. And look, we know he, well, he's a fantastic club holder here. He's, he's led Thomas's to the four county championships in a row. And I think in nearly every county, finally, he's won the man of the match. So the guy can hurdle. But he's, he's kind of developing a leadership role as well. So I think from looking in right now, to before the Leinster final obviously things can change drastically with a negative result tomorrow go to the championship in two weeks time if required a final for whoever it is but um, right now you know the management are getting a tune out of those that more experienced core as well as some of the younger lads you know Right you're confident enough then are you Sean? You would like I tell you where you are you are in a place where there's been a consistency of performance um, would I say that Kilkenny will not show up tomorrow? That's not going to happen. I think this is a huge game for both teams. Um, I think there's a bit of pressure probably on both teams for very different reasons. But th- I think that the prize, I go back to the point I made a start, Pat, if the prize is what's really at stake here, if you can get into that last four, um, it's a huge prize and um, nothing's going to be easy. We have unfortunately played you often enough to know that um, nothing comes easy but I think what all we need tomorrow is a performance and the prize I keep saying is a big one um, but we know Galway can any games take on a life of their own and you know even in Salt Hill like there were stages I think Galway were in control for stages of the game and yet only won by a point and that controversial free will be talked about you know all the time until the next game until tomorrow evening's game but I think there would be a feeling. One point I would make is that Galway and Salt Hill, I thought, were caught for two bad goals. Um, looking at the stats, Kilkenny are scoring goals for fun. I think in the five games you've hit, is at 14 goals. Galway have only scored seven. 
Um, so I would imagine one of the major things that Galway will be saying in the restroom tomorrow evening going out is to stop the concession of goals.